It's another episode of the Locked On Coyotes podcast. Arizona finally returns home after stumbling to end the road trip. We're going to talk about their return home to the Mullet Arena. Plus, Dylan Gunther gets owned to Team Canada. We're going to talk about that as he prepares for the World Junior Champion. All that episode of the Locked On Coyotes podcast. Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the show, everybody. This is Locked On Coyotes, your number one podcast on the Coyotes. Today's episode brought to you by Online. Bet Online covered this season with more props, odds, and lines for Bet Online, where the game starts. I'm Robin Leonio. That's Carl Pavlock right beside me on today's episode. Uh, I want to thank everyone for making sure your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, including on YouTube, and of course, for our local listeners don't forget to find us on the kpnx 12 news app we got a great show for you guys on today's episode we're talking arizona's return home to the mullet after having a 14 game road trip which they stumbled to end carl we're gonna maybe we can talk about you know the you know their horrendous end to the road trip um but i guess let's get just do that get out of the way for a couple for about a minute or two that last game uh no yeah it was, it was really horrible uh and um something that i felt like watching that game was after the coyotes have stayed close in so many games it's kind of nice to just know that they are completely outplayed mm-hmm. uh and they're not coming back like there's no kind of tension in this game because they were just getting whooped well let's also let's also remember and i'm and i'm gonna go ahead and once again thank uh jenna ortiz of the republic on our our show on our um but it was said during that pregame it's like hey don't give conor david an inch don't give leon drysdale an inch like is that is that an impossible task yes but at least try to contain them don't give Ryan Nugent Hopkins an inch either. Uh, like it's kind of telling that Ryan Nugent Hopkins is like the third man on that list, and he's still a phenomenal hockey player. Um, no, Edmonton is is really good right now. Um, their players are clicking. They can generate a lot of offense, um, and the Coyotes are really bad. Uh, and they mm-hmm. took a lot of dumb penalties, and the Oilers made them pay. Like end of story. Yeah. Also, speaking of Edmonton, little Ed, um, you know, Edmonton board Dylan Gunther, you know, uh, made his return to Edmonton uh, that game. Uh, uh, if you saw some of the posts, uh, about every every Edmonton media organization was in attendance at the Coyote Media Scrum to interview Dylan Gunther, and it's just, <laughs> it was something to have him back. That probably for him to probably be back there. Um, oh yeah, absolutely. Especially because like no one knew where he was going to be at the start of the season. Yeah, you and I were just like, yeah, 
let's just try them out and then let's send them back. Yeah. Um, and I can only imagine like the local guys like were thinking to themselves like, oh, we'll, we'll probably be able to get Gunther back uh, right away, maybe 10 games. Uh, and, you know, they've they've been covering his team for such a long time. Like, yeah, I, I can imagine wanting to hear from him. And just like it was, it was good to see him get a, a nice homecoming because you know, that's always nice to see a, a player return to their home for the first time. Speaking of Dylan Gun, uh, you know Gunther actually won't be returning uh, to the Coyotes to the mullet tonight because he has been loaned to Team Canada for in preparation for the World Junior Championship uh, at the end of this month. Um, you know, obviously, there's like you know some training camp stuff and some other stuff to get to get taken care of, but he's you know now that he's getting on loan, like like that's like I'm always surprised. You know, we have a really good Canadian hockey player, and he's getting heading on his way to another junior championship yeah yeah uh and, and not only that it, gunther wasn't exactly lighting the world on fire so it, it became clear at a certain point like this is good for his development he's going to get more minutes he's going to get meaningful minutes uh he's going to be playing in actual meaningful games which he is not going to get with the coyotes right um if he had 10 goals on the year we probably wouldn't be having this conversation. Uh, he has three. Um, yeah, three goals on the power play, which is good. It's a nice development, but it, it doesn't show kind of like the, I'm too good to be playing in the world juniors. I need to be continuously playing against men at the NHL. Plus again, I think he really wants to get that chance again. Especially after, you know, like the way the World Juniors ended up in the last couple of years. There was none in, uh, you know, uh, 2020 going into 2021. The 2021-22 one got postponed to the summer, um, which he got injured. So, like, I'm sure he's got a redemption, like a, re like a redemption story here, too. Yeah, I mean... It's his like last chance, um, and you know, if it wasn't for age, it would be because he is going to be a full time NHL player. They're not going to do this again next year. They would never. Uh, so like, it's his last chance to kind of like show what he can do at that level, um, and I'm sure that that means something to him. Uh, it, it's weird because you would think that it wouldn't because he has made it to the NHL. But people often feel like they have unfinished business, and I, I can only imagine that the World Juniors is unfinished business for Gunther. What are your expectations for Gunther? Obviously, you know, well, you know, his early expectations. We'll talk about more expectations when we get closer to the actual championship, and we focus on more of the actual Coyotes prospects who are, who will be there. Um, but uh, what are your what are, what are your early expectations for Gunther heading into the, the World Junior Championship? I expect him to be one of the better players. Um, like every World Juniors, we get reports and they're like, here's who was good. Here's who shot, whose who stock shot up. Here's who is down. I want Dylan Gunther to make every one of those lists. Uh, I, I don't think that he 
can be like MVP. He's on a team with Shane, right? Uh, but I do want him to be a standout player, a top 10 of the tournament. That is my expectation. And I think it's, it's a pretty high one. Absolutely. I think, and I think he, I think that's definitely an achievable thing for someone like Gunther. I mean, he was a top 10 pick and, in uh the previous draft not this last one but the previous one um yeah. so that's still saying something yeah yeah it, it definitely is um and there's there's always the chance that someone's going to be like a dark horse contender and just kind of like show what they can do but gunther is a player who i thought i think is playing well in the nhl well enough that he should dominate the world juniors an example of a dark horse candidate couple years ago um in the 2019 no yeah no was it 21 yeah i think it was 21 um wow it's been that 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 many years it was when i first started it was that that's when it was um john farinacci and team usa ah yeah john farinacci definitely like had a good tournament um and you get that like every year. Uh, it wasn't World Juniors, but like Liam Kirk had that great tournament and, and the World Championship. Yeah, it, it's definitely like it, there are players who you don't expect to come out and have big games. Gunther is a player who comes in with so much expectations um, that, like, yeah, I think he can very much succeed our expectations too. Like I'm saying, top ten, he's probably striving for top five. Oh, probably. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm sure he's shooting for that. Anyways, though, we have a game to discuss. Arizona Coyotes host the Boston Bruins. First game at the Mullet in over a month. We're gonna talk about that game. Break it down. What to expect in all just a moment. Episode of Locked On Coyotes podcast. But today's episode brought to you by Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting information, stats, news, and analysis. It's where you can find all the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball to soccer and esports. We've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those on BetOnline as well. And of course you do. You're listening to a sports podcast. You love sports podcasts. And they're Always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting information. Head over to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Now I want to go ahead and move on to that game, you know, because the Coyotes are, you know, finally back home. I was wrong about how they end a road trip. I was hoping, like, you know, because I was hoping it's like, hey, they'd end a road trip. They they're going to end this road trip because it's an unplanned long road trip. So they're going to, you know, go into, like, that stupid second wind and somehow have a good, you know, a good final couple games and then uh, come home on good momentum. Well, I was wrong. They stumbled, and now they're finally home. The question is, do they finally feel comfortable now that they're back home even though they've only had four home games really uh i'm gonna do one small correction for that uh it would have been like their fourth wind 
because that road trip was so so <laughs> long. They they had their second wind and their third wind. Uh, but yeah, I get the sentiment. Um, I, I it's been they've been home for one day. Uh, like so, it's not like they're having a long break. Um, right. Like you said, the Mall Arena is a new home. Uh, I think they're going to feel a little bit more comfortable because you're sleeping in your own bed, eating your own food, all that kind of stuff. But they're also facing one of the best teams in the NHL. Um, so it, I I don't know if it matters how comfortable the Coyotes are on home ice. I think it all depends on how the Boston Bruins decide to play. You just have a really bad matchup for your first game back home in yeah. over a month. Yes, abs. I, I I honestly cannot think of a worse one. Um, maybe the Minnesota Wild, just because they tend to match up poorly against them, but against one of the top teams specifically, who have like, uh, I think I saw it's been since two thousand nine that the Bruins have beat the Coyotes. I don't expect that to end uh, tonight or when you're listening to this. Yeah, no, I don't think. I really don't think it's gonna end uh, end well for the Coyotes on that side. Like, uh like plus, you know, like I feel like this is the case where like they feel defeated from that last hit, and you know they haven't had enough time to you know adjust themselves back home because like yeah, they finally got home. Um, they probably had like. I'm assuming like maybe like an optional practice yesterday and then they got morning skate today, which, you know, isn't really much of a morning skate. It's just like, you know, a couple laps around and, you know, back in the locker room because that's all it is. And you're in Arizona, but, um, but yeah, I think it's going to take a couple of games, which unfortunate, they only have two games and then they go right back on the road for like one game and then yeah. they come back. That yeah, one, but after they get the Tuesday game against San Jose, it's just San Jose is like, why? Why place it right there? Like, <laughs> I mean, they are going to get two days off after that, so that is nice. Like, I think that's going to be when they can kind of like rest and and rebound. Um, yeah, it, it's it's definitely there's a lot of issues with the Coyotes, and I think some like good like practice time at home will eventually sort some of those out. Hopefully fewer penalties. Hopefully fewer too many men on the ice penalties specifically. Uh, hopefully the power play picks up. Uh, hopefully a lot of things. Like they're not going to be like great, but they're going to get better. Like the games will hopefully be less frustrating to watch and less frustrating to play. Yeah. Um you know, I wonder too, as I think about the way the Coyotes are going to play and the way they're going to do when like, they will be now that they're back home. Because we've seen a tale of two different versions of the Coyotes at the moment, right? Actually, yeah. say three different versions. The competitive loss version that we saw at opening night. Sure. The surprising win won against the uh, Florida Panthers. Surprising is always a good way to describe wins. Yeah, sure. And the absolute uh, cluster of a show 
against the Dallas Stars. So three different ones. One is like, eh, they fought. The other one's like, oh, wow, they won. And the second one's like, that's right. They're rebuilding. I mean, there's also the close New York Rangers 3-2 loss in regulation. Also, I would, I would, I would, I would, I would tally that up as competitive loss. Yeah, like, and that's kind of been the Coyotes most of the season, uh, with the only added caveat that we haven't seen is the upset win because their opponents underestimated them, like we saw with Toronto. Like, I think that's a classic example of a team just being like, eh, it's the Coyotes, we don't have to care, and them just kind of like steamrolling them in a way. Um, that was Carolina, too. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I don't see Boston being that team. They are they have the second most goals, and they have the fewest goals against. It's, mm-hmm. It was just gross looking at the standings. They're like a 52-goal differential 25 games in. That doesn't seem fair. No, no, it doesn't seem fair at all. Um, but I'm like, um, how is that going to go? And it's just not, to me, I feel like, like, let's get December out of the way. I think January, we will, you know, we take a look at, you know, how they can be at home. It is the first week of December, and you're already like, just toss the month. We're go- we're done. We're moving on. <laughs> there is so much more that's going to be happening, and you're already just ready to give it away. Uh, and you are a hundred percent right to do so. Uh, I would just find it because, like, normally, and the fan, like, and the listeners here know this. I'm a lot more of an optimist than you are. Well, you are optimistic in your thinking that January is somehow going to be better than December. Like I, I'm not saying better. I'm just like, all right, it's a reset. Right? Because like, you know, you end a road trip on a note like that. You know, it's kind of hard for me to compare how the rest how these you know, this home stand you know, these home games are gonna be. So you know, clear that out of your system. Don't even worry about it. And like, don't even worry about like. Obviously, you know, as as fans, don't even worry about it. If you're the Coyotes actually playing, no, you better God be be, be done worrying about it because you like you're playing. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, um, you're still playing for your jobs and your contracts. Do 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 the things that you need to do. Uh, I'm actually looking at the month of January. It is some of the weirdest scheduling I've ever seen in my life. There are no Wednesday games in the entire month of January. What was that? No Wednesday games in the entire month. Also, no Monday games and only one Friday game. Interesting. Yeah. I'm guessing scheduling college events that sort of thing had to make the schedule work somehow i mean i but, guess because you, you got you know a hockey and you got 
bunch of other ASU um, athletic events. Because for those that don't know, Molot Arena is home to more than just ASU hockey and the Coyotes. It's home to a lot of other ASU athletic events. So yeah. but, but, uh, I've seen, I think, wrestling on Twitter a couple of times. Gymnastics, too. Yeah. So. Classic things you would put in, like, that kind of arena space. Um, so that's why but, it's called, for a while, it was called the multi-purpose arena before it was given the name Mold Arena. But. Like, I, I do think that the the home stands are going to be important for the Coyotes because mm-hmm. they're going to need to figure out a way to to play and improve um in a way where they weren't able to um it it feels almost like they're gonna have to become a completely different team because they were a road team for the longest time now they're gonna be a mostly home team and like we have seen that with nhl teams there are some teams some years that like are phenomenal on the road can't get it together at home Others, complete opposite. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what the Coyotes can do. I, I do not have very high expectations, though. Yeah. I was saying another thing, too, that could be uh, something to pay attention to with the, uh, you know, we have this home stands coming up, is the, uh, the Coyotes organization collecting signatures for the ballot. Ah, yes. Um, I'm sure they're going to be available. Uh, I think that they... They said that they wanted to get it done in 10 days, and it's like 2,000 signatures, so shouldn't be too hard. Uh, but yeah, if you are yeah, a... like, you can literally, you know, like get that done in the night. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Yeah, if you are a Tempe resident, though, and it's available, yeah, definitely give it a sign. Absolutely, anyways, though, uh, what we're gonna do is we're gonna go move on, uh, on this preview locked on Coyotes as the Arizona Coyotes host the Boston Bruins. We're going to get to keys to the game, players to watch out for, and of course, the bet online picks of the game. All that and more on this episode. I do want to thank everyone, though, once again, for making Locked On Coyotes your first listen every day. For your second listen, be sure to check out Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes. Local with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today is available on this app, on YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Now let's move on to keys of the game, though, Carl. Um, what are your keys for Arizona to make this competitive? I won't say win in this case, but make this competitive. <laughs> make this competitive. Uh... Stay out of the box. Definitely the most important thing. 100%. Um, it's going to be the biggest hurdle. Um, get something going on the power play. And phenomenal goaltending. That is, that is what it's going to take. The Bruins have been getting some great goaltending. Um, and the Coyotes are going to need to find a way to match that. Yes, absolutely. Um, I think also for me, uh, another big thing you made some really good uh, keys is the uh, you know the start to a game, right? We have yet another game in which they just had a really poor start, and it showed. Yeah, it definitely did. Um, 
it would be great if the Coyotes could start a game on time. I will leave it at that. Yeah, absolutely. On to players to watch out for. Who who, who do you get your eye on tonight? So, I am not sure if he's going to be playing tonight, but if he is, Nick Ritchie. He's missed Mm. a couple of games. He hasn't played since L.A. He's not injured. He is a former Bruin. I always look for a player who, uh, you know, is playing against their old team, uh, as we've seen with so many Coyotes players. They uh, they tend to like go all out against their former team, and uh, I think he has just like the right energy for like a big game. He's going to get a chance with Gunther off to um, the Team Canada potentially. I'm not sure. Absolutely. Was that? That's definitely something to pay attention to. I mean, like, although you know, uh, Andre Torne has been some, like, you know, still loves to stick to his, you know, seventy eleven boards, which still baffles me. But I mean, even then, though, like, Gunther's out. You gotta swap in a forward. Why not put in Nick Ritchie? Because Andre Torne is weird, <laughs> like that. Um, <laughs> Fair, I mean, like, he's making some good decisions, but some, 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 some. I'm just like, okay, this is interesting. I, I mean, let's let's be real. Richie was having some rough games leading yeah, up. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm not saying that not having Richie and and like just like, hey, this dude six twelve and just keep Richie in. And like, if it makes sense, it makes sense. It's yeah. just continuing to do the seven of is still like to me. I'm just like, I'm just like, all right, you know what? You're the coach. You know what you're doing, but it just looks weird. That's all. It does. Saying. It's a it's a very interesting setup, um, and the Coyotes continue to not have success with it. So uh, let's see. Yeah, let's see. Indeed, let's now move on to the picks of the game. As I look, as I try to uh, fish out the uh, available lines. For the game, Boston Bruins are point and a half favorites at minus 125, minus 310 if you go on the money line, plus 273 for the Arizona Coyotes. Total points is set at six points. Against Edmonton, it was six and a half, so moved up a little bit, but now it's back down to six. Which is... Sure. The the last time these two teams played, it was six three, uh, and as I said earlier, the Boston Bruins have scored the second most goals in the NHL. Uh, so I'm gonna say over. Bet go with the over, uh, because that seems ridiculously low to have six. Uh, I would not be surprised if Boston alone had six. Although a six zero shutout. After the Edmonton game, who knows? Oh, doesn't it? I w- wouldn't put it past. <laughs> wouldn't it's in the realm of possibilities. Absolutely. Um. So that said, so you, so you're definitely in the mindset that Boston's going to cover that spread. That um, and it's going to go over. That that is my thought process. Uh, I have seen. Nothing in the past, let's say, two weeks that 
will that will convince who who tilt the needle in Coyote's favor. Yeah, yeah. Like it's you know it's gonna be home ice for the first time. Uh, who knows? Boston could take the the Coyotes easy. Um, the Teams have been arrogant before. I wouldn't put it past anyone. Um, Vimelko always has the chance of standing on his head. Um, Clayton Keller's been quiet lately. Maybe he heats up. There's a lot of good things that could happen. A lot could go absolutely right. But I think nine times out of ten, you play this game, and the the Bruins win it easily. Um, Just got to hope you're there for that one time. Absolutely. Let's get a final score prediction. Five two. Five two. Uh, let's do five two. Five three. Get the Kaiser a little bit of a slight benefit though, um, given that. Yes, that's at home, and you're going to get, and there's going to be a bit a, you know, energy pump from the fans at the moment. I do believe that there will be a little bit, there'll definitely be some there. So that's where our third goal is going to be coming from. But still, I'm taking the Boston Bruins in this game. To be honest, I'd kind of be a fool if, if betting this, I didn't. So. Yeah. <clears throat> Although, I mean, it's one of those chances where eh, the the odds are so stacked in the Boston in Boston's favor. Who knows? Maybe the Coyotes can pull off the ultimate upset. I mean, never know at this point. Yeah. <laughs> the like we've like we've discussed, hockey's dumb. Hockey is dumb. Hockey is very dumb, and dumber things have happened. Trust me. <laughs> Absolutely. I am going to ask you for one final prediction. And I did this to, I asked this of, Je- of Jenna in our pregame against Boston. I'm against him. But any crazy, like, prop bet you think you want to make a prediction on? Hmm. I do. I always like it. Um,. I am going to say Coyotes take three penalties in the first 10 minutes again. Okay. Okay. I like it. I, you know, I think that's a, I, I think that's a reasonably sound kind of bet to make, which is kind of stupid, but yeah, like it's, it's a, like if you're, if, if you're a betting man and, and I would make, that just seems a reasonable thing to. Yeah. Uh, and what may be an actual prop, uh, first penalty, the Coyotes. Ah, there you go. I like, okay, okay, I feel that. You know what, I could really appreciate that. I really can. Any thoughts before we close things off? Uh, just, just, uh, I feel like I'm going to be sad tomorrow. Uh, it's, it's going to be sad. Uh, <laughs> like... I just I I have no good feelings going into this game, which also kind of makes me think that uh, hey maybe I'm wrong. I am often wrong, so who knows? I uh, a lot of us been wrong. 
that's the kind of the joy about being a a hockey fan. You know, I was in the Coyotes fan. Uh, there's a Coyotes reporter. Just anything where you have to publicly say your predictions, uh, it's it's always fun because the people who don't, who get to just have opinions, uh, no oh, one yeah, ever no, like, you know, like, you know, we can make absolute crazy predictions and listeners can give us crap for all they want. Yeah. Um, and feel free to. I do not. If you want to crap for for, for any of my lame predictions, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Just go ahead. Is on Twitter. Feel free to do. Well, I think we've been kind of okay, like not egregiously bad for most of the season. So, I think last year humbled us. Uh, last year set the tone. <laughs> yeah. It really did. Anyways, though, we're out of time on this episode of the Locked On Coyotes podcast. If you like what you heard, don't forget to leave a review to like, comment, subscribe if you have yet to already. We're available everywhere you get your podcasts, including on YouTube. Don't forget to interact with us on social media. We're on Facebook.com slash Locked On Coyotes. On Instagram at Locked On Coyotes. And on Twitter at LO underscore Coyotes. I am personally at Robin underscore Leonel. Carl Pavlock is at Carl Pavlock F. Interact with us, ask a question you might have, we might answer right back, or on a future episode of the Locked On Coyote Podcast. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to today's episode. Hope you guys are staying safe out there. Hope you guys are staying healthy. And don't forget to howl on. Ah!